Okay, hello everyone. Just gonna wait a couple of seconds while the notification goes out. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to the second shear in this series of Generation Shabbos as we learn about ourselves through the lens of Shabbos. We learn about the way in which our generation has the schus of relating to Avodah Hashem through the, through the glasses of Shabbos. And today we're going to speak about Big Day Shabbos, the clothing of Shabbos. So the Holy Brothers, Rebbe Melech and Abzusha, they were once talking about the incredible Kedusha, the Dveikas that they felt on Shabbos. But as Sadiqim do, they started wondering whether it was real, or perhaps all the external trappings, the clothing, the tish, maybe it was everything external that it was what they were really feeling. So they decided to do an experiment. They would dress up in Shabbos clothes on a Tuesday night, and they would have a tish, they would sing Shabbos mirrors, they would eat some gefilte fish, and they would see if they felt that same feeling that they felt on Shabbos. Then they know it was fake. It's not Shabbos, it's Tuesday night. It must be that it was fake. Okay. So they tried on Tuesday night, and lo and behold, they mamish feel the way they felt on Shabbos, and they're devastated. So they go to see their holy Rebbe, the Maggid of Mezrich. And they tell Rebbe, what should we do? Our whole life is a fraud. We dress up on Tuesday night and we feel Shabbos. So that's what our Shabbos is, just a dress up. And so the Rebbe asked them, did you put on your Shabbos clothes? And they said, yes. He said, you put on your Shreimel, your Bekecha? And they say, yes. He says, in that case, you have nothing to worry about. The feeling of Shabbos that you felt was 100% real. He says, because the clothing of Shabbos has within them the Kedusha of Shabbos. And when you put them on, you're actually feeling Shabbos itself. So now we need to understand. Big Day Shabbos are obviously not merely, you know, just a way for us to dress formal and to feel a little bit better about, about ourselves. Obviously, Big Day Shabbos somehow encapsulates Shabbos itself. Somehow, Big Day Shabbos is able to make you feel Shabbos on a Tuesday. So let's try to learn about Shabbos clothes. Uh, and as we said, our goal in the Shiurim, our, let's try to understand the particular relevance that it has to our generation, Generation Shabbos, and how we can perhaps use some of these ideas from Shabbos on a daily basis. So the source for Shabbos clothing is a Pasuk in Yishai. The Pasuk says, You should honor Shabbos. And the Gemara says, Don't wear the same clothes on Shabbos as you wear during the week. Wear nicer clothing on Shabbos. Now, let's understand this for a minute. Clothing is external. It's the superficial. Shabbos, on the other hand, is the day of the neshama. Shabbos is the day of the inner world. It seems a little strange. Why is there such a focus that the honor of Shabbos is what is through our clothing? You would think a person who's very connected to their neshama is someone who doesn't care so much about their clothing, doesn't care so much about the external. So why do we find there's such a focus on Shabbos on clothing? And to strengthen the question, clothing, as we know, 
is a result of the chait. Clothing is a result of the chait of Adam and Chava. As the Pasuk says, That before the chait, before eating from Eitz Adas, they were unclothed, and yet there was no busha, there was no embarrassment. And it's only because of the chait that we need to wear clothing. So why Shabbos, a day connected to the Neshama, a day that has nothing to do with Averis, why is there such a deep connection to clothing, which seems to be just a result of the sin of Adam and Chava? Okay, so the rule is, If we want to understand anything in the spiritual world, we need to look at the physical world. For my own body, for my own flesh, I'm able to see, I'm able to understand godliness. I'm able to understand the spiritual world through this world. So, what is the spiritual equivalent of clothing? Right, if there's clothing in this world, it must be a reflection of something in the spiritual world. In the physical world, we have a body, which is who we are, and our clothing, which covers us up. Is there an equivalent of clothing in the spiritual world? So the Zayar says, the Zayar Kaddish tells us, that indeed in the upper world there is clothing, and what is clothing in the upper world? It is mitzvahs. Our mitzvahs that we do, those create clothing for our neshama. So just like in this world we have our body, and we cover up our body with clothing, so to an upper world we have a neshama, and we cover up the neshama with mitzvahs. The question is, why does our soul need clothing? Like we said, in the physical world we need clothing as a result of the sin of Adam and Chava. Because of the sin they became ashamed of their bodies, and they have to cover it up. But what shame does our soul have? Why does our soul need to be covered up with mitzvahs? What's it ashamed of? And so the Ramchal very famously teaches us that Hashem created the world. Why? Because Hashem is pure good. And when someone's pure good, when someone's good, all he wants to do is to share that goodness with others. He wants to spread that to others. So if that's the case, Hashem is good, he wants to share that goodness with us, so why didn't he create us perfect? Put us in Alam Haba and give us the time of spiritual pleasure, and that's it. Why put us in this broken world of pain and difficulties? So Ramchal explains that had Hashem placed us straight in Alam Haba, made us perfect, then everything we do would be unearned. Everything would be a free gift. We hadn't done anything to earn it, we would just be created perfect. And we all know that a free gift doesn't feel good. Someone who builds a company from scratch with years of sweat and work, he enjoys it much more than someone who inherited from his from his parents. Right? The Gemara says, Adam writes A person prefers one measure of something they toiled on, some you know, a fruit that they planted. I'd rather one box of that rather than Tishakab and rather than nine measures, nine boxes for my friend. It tastes so much better when I'm the one who did it. My, I'm, I'm in that fruit. I'm investing myself, my tears, my sweat. And therefore, it just tastes so much better. So says Ramchal, if we would just be put, put straight in Alam Haba, and we would just get everything for free, it would be something called Nahama Dechsufa, bread of shame. When a poor man knocks on your door and asks you for a handout, so he's ashamed. It's embarrassing. He's a, he, he lowers his face. He can't look you in the face. Now, Hashem wanted to give us perfect good. And if it would have been free, then it wouldn't be perfect. It wouldn't feel good. So therefore, Hashem allows us to earn, to earn, to do mitzvahs and to earn in this world. And this way, whatever He gives us is ours. We earned it. So now we understand why our soul, why our neshama needs clothing. The same way our physical body needs to be covered 
so that we're not ashamed. So too mitzvahs are a way in which we earn, and thereby our soul is not ashamed. Obviously, embarrassment, shame on a spiritual level is not the same in the physical world. Shame for our soul is the embarrassment of getting something for free, of getting a free gift. So in order that it shouldn't be free, we do mitzvahs. Those mitzvahs are like clothing that covers up our neshama, and therefore our neshama is no longer embarrassed. It's no longer receiving a free gift. And therefore, mitzvahs are clothing for our soul. Okay, but there's a problem. And the problem is, if the entire purpose of mitzvahs is to cover our soul in order for, it to not, for us to not be ashamed of, of earning a free gift, then why did Adam and Chava not need clothing? The Torah specifically says, that although they didn't have clothing, they were not ashamed. The Pesach says, They were unclothed, and yet they were not ashamed. Now obviously, we're, we're, talking on a, we're discussing on a spiritual level, that Adam and Chava, although they were unclothed spiritually, meaning they had no mitzvahs, they hadn't done anything to earn their place in Gan Eden. And yet for some reason, they're not embarrassed. There's no Nahama Dechsupa. There's no bread of shame. There's no feeling of embarrassment of getting a free gift. Why not? So says the Sfasem is something incredible. The Sfasem says free gifts are not always bad. When a husband buys his wife a gift, there's no shame or embarrassment. On the contrary, the fact that it's unearned, so to speak, that it's just a gift for no reason, that makes it more meaningful. Let's say, for example, a husband buys his wife a gift for their anniversary, or it's her birthday. So it's great. It's a beautiful thing. It's great that he remembered. But in a certain way, it's not really a perfect gift. Right? He's really just fulfilling his obligations and responsibilities as a husband. And the biggest proof is if he forgets the, the gift, he's in big trouble. If he's doing something out of the goodness of his heart, why is he held? Why is, he, why is it wrong if he doesn't do it? The answer is because, again, it's, it is a beautiful thing, and husbands buy your wife gifts. But it's not really an unearned gift. It's coming because of something. There's something kind of forcing you to do it, the fact that it's your wife's birthday. A real gift, a perfect gift, is specifically something given for no reason. A husband who buys his wife a gift on a, on a Tuesday, that's a real gift. right? He comes home and he says, I bought you this for no reason. I was just thinking about you, and I wanted to show my appreciation how much I love you. That's a real gift. Why? Because that is something coming from nothing. There's nothing forcing it. There's no obligation. It's coming. It's really coming from an expression of his love towards her. A gift like that, says the Sfasemis, does not cause shame. Rather, it expresses a unity. It expresses a love. The shame of a free gift is something you have no relationship with. A poor guy, a random guy who knocks on your door. You have nothing to do with him. So for him, it's embarrassing. He has... He, he has shame because it's unearned. But someone who you have a relationship, someone who, you're, who you're, you're one with, that is someone who the less earned it is, the more of a gift it is, the more, the more meaningful it is, the more special it is because it reveals that you don't, our relationship is not based on what you earn and what you do. Our relationship comes from a much deeper place. Says this Fasem, as now we can understand that Adam and Chava, before the sin, before the chait of Eitz why they didn't need mitzvahs, why they had no shame even though they had not earned anything. Because before the chait of Eitz Adas, Adam and Chava were completely davik, were completely one. They had complete achdus, yichud, with the Rebbein Shalom, with Hashem. And therefore they were able to receive everything from Hashem for free. And there was no shame. 
And that's exactly what the Torah means when it says, Vayushneim arumim ha'adam ishtai, even though they still had no clothing, they had no mitzvahs, despite that, they were not embarrassed. The Torah is telling us because they, their relationship with Hashem was like a chassan and kala. And the kala doesn't need to earn. The gifts she gets from her chassan are not embarrassing. They reveal the unity, they reveal the oneness that they have. Says the Sfas Emes that this is the secret of Shabbos. Every single Shabbos, Hashem reveals that in truth, the dveikus that we had with Hashem Yisbarach back then was never severed. It's still there. And our Hashem is still attached to its source in Hashem Himself. And therefore, we're able to receive Hashem's light without the need to earn it and without any shame. Because it's a gift from someone that we're, that we're one with. Someone that we're still the achdus with. This is why, says the Svassam, is the Gemara called Shabbos Matana Toiva. Famous Gemara, Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Matana Toiva Yeshli Bebez Genazai Veshabbos Shema. I have this incredible gift in my secret treasure called Shabbos. Go tell Chal Yisrael. Why is it Matana Toiva? Because sometimes a Matana, a free gift, can cause shame. Says Hashem, this is a Matana Toiva. This is a gift that will not cause any shame. Because Chal Yisrael are not just some random people that I'm giving a gift to. Chal Yisrael are one with me. Chal Yisrael are my Kala. So there's no shame. That's why it's a matana toiva. As, as the, as the uh, Zmiris uh, says, Knesset Yisrael Kala Kruya Bene'ima. Knesset Yisrael Klal Yisrael is called a Kala. And just like a, a chasin can give his wife, not can give his Kala a free gift, but dafka, it's dafka a free gift that reveals their, their oneness. That's why Hashem says, on Shabbos, I'm going to reveal my love to you, my Ahava She'ina my love that is not dependent on your earnings, not dependent on anything you've done. Ahava She'ina Tluya B'davar, She'ina Tluya B'davar is Rosh Hashanah, Shabbos, She'ina Tluya B'davar. Our love, the love that Hashem reveals to us on Shabbos is She'ina Tluya B'davar. It's not dependent on anything we've done, it's completely unearned. So now we are ready to understand Big Day Shabbos. What's the clothing of Shabbos? So until now we said that what does clothing do? Clothing hides, clothing cloaks, clothing blocks our shame. But like we said, that's all a result of the hate. That's all a result of the sin of Adam and Chava. But there's a deeper aspect of clothing. That's not to hide, but just the opposite. That's to reveal and to express a panini, something deep. For example, a king's clothing. A king's clothing doesn't hide who he is. It reveals and expresses who he is, his real essence. His body may look, the same, may look the same as everyone else's. It's on the inside. He has royal blood. There's something royal about him that I can't necessarily see. So I need to, he needs to put on royal clothing. And it's that external, the, specifically the external aspect, the clothing that reveals who he is at his deepest core. That's called big day kavod. Clothing of kavod of honor. Because that's something that brings out the inner honor of a person. The clothing of the kaingado, the Torah calls... Big day kaidishem, lekavoid ulitifaris. The clothing of Kaidishem reveals Aaron Akain, reveals the Kain Gadol's kavoid, reveals his honor, reveals the kedusha that he has inside him. I can't see that when he's wearing his regular clothing. It's dafka when he's wearing the big day kunagdal, I'm able to see his inner core. That's called big day kavoid. Clothing that reveals the depth. Now, we may not realize this because in the Torah it's a little bit confusing. But Hashem actually made clothing for Adam and Chava. In the Torah, it's written after the chait. And it would seem like it's a result of the chait. But if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says that that pasuk is really supposed to be before the chait. And Hashem made clothing for Adam and Chava before they said. And the question is why? 
before the chet, why is there a need for clothing? So the Medrash tells us that Hashem made them big day Shabbos. He made them Shabbos clothing. And the Medrash says, if you look at that Pasuk, the Pasuk has eight words. Vayas Hashem Elikim La'odem Ishtay Kosnas There's exactly eight words in the Pasuk. Says the Medrash, the Kayin Gadol has eight articles of clothing. Hashem made them the big day Kayin Gadol. Because now on Shabbos, Hashem reveals that clothing is no longer necessary to hide and to, there's nothing to be ashamed of on Shabbos. There's no Nahama Dechsufa, there's no free gift that we're getting that we need to be ashamed of. Our weekday clothing hides our shame. You know, Mark Twain said that clothes make the man. He really meant weekday clothes make the man, right? He didn't know about big day Shabbos. Because weekday clothes, they make us, they hide who... They hide our shame, and they reveal what we want to reveal to the world. On the other hand, Shabbos clothing, they don't make you. Shabbos clothing are not made by you. Who made Shabbos clothing? Hashem made the first Shabbos clothing. Shabbos clothing means that it's something that coming directly from the Bansholom. And it's Hashem telling us that Shabbos is just from Him. We don't need to do anything. We don't need to earn anything. Shabbos is a Havash in a It's a completely unearned gift. Says the Sfas Emes. All of this is included in the first word in the Torah. The word voracious. It contains within it the purpose of the world. It must. It's the beginning of everything. It must have everything in it. Says the Sfasem is based on the, based on the Zayar. That the word voracious, rearrange the letters, it spells Yare Boishas. Fear of shame. Because what's the purpose of the world? Like Ramchal said, the purpose of the world is for us to earn so we shouldn't be ashamed. So Bereshus is Yare Bajus, I'm afraid of being ashamed, I'm afraid of not earning anything, and therefore Hashem created the world for us to earn. But says this Fasem, as that comes Shabbos, and as we said, the purpose of the world is revealed, a deeper purpose is revealed, a higher purpose, which is that we have a oneness with Rebunashalaylam, and that we don't need to earn. There is no shame. And therefore on Shabbos says this Fasemis that the word Bereshus, the word Baishus is transformed into the word Shabbos. Yare Shabbat, Yare Boishas is transformed into Yare Shabbos. The same letters as Boishas. Because on Shabbos, what's revealed is that we no longer are afraid of the shame. We're no longer afraid of receiving a free gift. Because now what's revealed is our inner core, which is a Chelek al Kamimal. We're one with Hashem. We are the Kala to Hashem. We have nothing to be ashamed of. Says the Marinayim. Another word for shame in Hebrew, for, for embarrassment in Lashon Kaidish, is Klima. Busha the Klima. During the week, we have klima, we're embarrassed. But on Shabbos, Hashem reveals that Kali Yisrael is his queen, who he wants to give the most beautiful gift to. And therefore, the klima, chaf, lam, and mem, hey, turns into malka. So what's during the week, the boishas and the klima, the embarrassment that we have of earning free gifts, and therefore we have to cover ourselves up with mitzvahs. On Shabbos, the boishas and the klima turns into Shabbos hamalka, turns into the Shabbos queen. Now, most shuls in, in the world that I've been to have a very interesting minute. When they say Kabbalah Shabbos, they sing Lecha Daidi, and they start with a somber tune. And then when they get to the seventh stanza, Loisei most people switch to a happy tune. I haven't seen anywhere written why we do that. But I think based on what we learned tonight, we can understand, is that the seventh stanza, and that's on the Shabbos. Until then, we're going through the six days of the week. Once we get to Loisei Vaishi, what do we say? No longer do I have to be embarrassed. No more embarrassment. No more klima. Why? Because it's Shabbos. And Shabbos is Shabbos Hamalka. And Shabbos, all of our shame turns into a recognition that I have nothing to be ashamed of. I can get a free gift from Bajram because my neshama is one with him. That's the essence of Shabbos and we break out into a joyous song when we get it to Lei So, 
we'll end with perhaps a practical way for us to feel this like we said on a daily basis. If our mitzvahs are just to earn, then they're just transactions. It's like we're paying the Rebbe Shalom for Elam Haba. Here you go, I did this. Please, I'll take, a, I'll take my share in Elam Haba. And that's not really such a meaningful relationship. On the other hand, the avoid of our generation, generation Shabbos, is to live with Shabbos all week. Which means that mitzvahs are not transactions that we get paid for. Rather, like Shabbos clothing, our mitzvahs, which are the clothing of our soul, is clothing that reveals that at our core, we have a havashena tuluya bedavar to the Rebbeinu Shalom. And when we do that, Hashem reveals His ahava tuluya tuluya bedavar that He has towards us, His infinite love that we have, that He has towards us. And our mitzvah, rather than being just a way for me to block my shame, my mitzvah is a way for me to reveal my yichud, my oneness with the Rebbeinu Shalom. And many people have a custom of saying, before doing any mitzvah, I'm doing this to be miyachet, to reveal the oneness of what? Of HaKadosh Baruch Ushchinte and Hashem's shechina, which dwells in the souls of the Jewish people. And when I do a mitzvah, I'm not just blocking, I'm not just earning, I'm not just putting on clothing to block the embarrassment of receiving a free gift, but I'm putting on big day Shabbos. I'm putting on clothing that reveals my inner core, that reveals my nisham, which is and I'm receiving a gift from the chassan. There's nothing to be ashamed of from that. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos.